the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives captives free. free. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Give up a chance. Give up your heart. Love never fails. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. And welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with a very special guest all the way from South Africa. Yeah, well. <laughs> we uh, I just came back a couple days ago and I'm just so grateful to um, to be here with you and also um, here with my guest who is a friend that my friend and Rachel Rachel and I met there a guide who's just treated us so well in South Africa Kenny Spencer Sivanda welcome on the show Kenny <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Vanessa. Hello, ev- hello, listeners. Um, <laughs> hope you guys, you having a good time there in USA. Yeah. And always know that we love you so much in South Africa. And all of you guys that are listening, you're welcome to visit our country to see how beautiful our country is. And, and boy, to it see was. The love. Yes, the love. Yes. yes, very, very much so. Oh, my goodness. Um, so... I wanted to just share a little bit with the listening audience about why I was there. And then we're going to dig into some of the things that you taught us, Kenny, while we were out there. Just just such a special time. So uh, for the listening yes. audience, um, Cisco um, uh, actually gave me a, just a beautiful award. I'm so humbled by it. Um, a couple weeks ago, um, they announced the they launched a new brand. Uh, which is called the bridge to possible uh, the bridge and uh, the really the emphasis of this brand is to integrate or to demonstrate that um, with uh, technological innovations and transformations, we actually can change the way that people live, work, play and learn. It's always been our mission. And so we we have established or reemphasized that Cisco is the bridge uh, between just thinking about it, thinking about it, and being about it. And one of the ways that they are um, demonstrating that is by selecting twenty people out of whatever sixty six thousand employees. They selected twenty individuals to represent Cisco uh, for this award, and p- these are people that are giving back 
in the in the in the world. Um, and so I was just humbled to be with other um, amazing leaders across the globe. Um, one, you know, who's originally. Uh, or who's actually implemented a school, Daoud implemented a school in Pakistan for 800 children. And um, my, you know, my friend Joy, she's get, uh, building houses uh, for homeless families in the U.S. And um, my friend um, Alphonsine is uh, has a nonprofit in Rwanda where she is educating and housing uh, children. And she herself is a survivor that was without housing. And so she knows what it feels like. And so she's reaching out to people that are like her and and of so many others, Sean, who um was um, who goes out and, and brings a group of clinical folks out to different countries to provide um, s- surgeries and, and really needed medical care. Um, and uh, my brothers, uh, Jacob and Femi, who are doing a brother's mentoring program out of Dallas, Texas, and actually um, teaching at-risk kids um uh, in particular, boys, um, how to become networking engineers, and then right in there, and there's and there's many, many more, just like uh, you know, just uh, amazing stories, and um, the people, um, just to be with them was enough. But then to be with them in South Africa, at the Global Citizens Festival, where. Uh, we were able to hear from, you know, Tyler Perry and Usher and um, and Oprah Winfrey and um, uh, Denai uh, Garira and a variety of other leaders and just hear their hearts about the importance of uh, addressing the issue, you know, uh, homelessness, addressing poverty, addressing um, the lack of medical supplies, of water, of food um, throughout the globe. And what, you know, what was so um, powerful for me and being in South Africa, you know, is I, you know, of African descent and I've never been to Africa. And so to be there at for such a time as that at, on Mandela's 100th birthday to celebrate his birthday and his legacy and to hear about the, you know, apartheid and the separation of people um, based on their ethnicity um, to hear about. Uh, the great poverty that people Africans are experiencing, the the infections, the diseases, the malaria, the um, the HIV that people are experiencing without medical care. And just to be kind of like in the in the Mecca of all of these challenges and yet at the Mecca of all of these solutions and all of this um, advocacy and um, just beauty, beautiful people that, um, you know, that are really speaking and living out uh, forgiveness, living out unity. Um, And one of the things that just really, uh, you know, I was so grace, uh, so blessed to be uh, toured around and, and, and guided by Kenny um, to a variety of different things. We started off our first day with, um, with a safari, African safari, um, which was, well, in our next segment, we'll talk a little bit about that. I, I, I'm going to pick on, on my sister, Rachel, a little bit because she was she was a little scared. She was a little scared. Um, I was like, man, I've been doing outreach in Oakland. I ain't scared of no lion. No. <laughs> 
but Kenny, Kenny was like, you, you better be, you better back up. You better see, you better call sister, my sister, you better calm down and roll up that window. But anyway, we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then, um, <laughs> and then, and then we also went to the apartheid museum, um, where we, you know, I cried, I shed some tears, um, just thinking about what Mandela endured. Um, you know, we in the U S I don't think we always know unless we spend some time studying like the sacrifices that have been made, um, to, to bring freedom throughout the globe. Um, just amazing, amazing sacrifices. And I'm just so grateful to Mandela and his legacy. And then, and then we went to Soweto where I got to meet Mandla, which is, um, Zulu for power, Mr. Power and, um, his, um, his, uh, family. Um, and I was just so great, grateful to be able to go into a shack or a slam. They call it a slam there in the Soweto township. And, um, and I want to talk a little bit about each of those experiences, and I want to want to talk about kind of some of the ideology that um, that uh, Kenny you know shared with us. And of course, I want to plug his business. He's like actually an entrepreneur. He has a, a beautiful story. So we're gonna um, talk a little bit about his story here in the next segment, but. Um, I just wanted to kind of lay the groundwork for you, let you know what I've been up to the last couple of weeks. I know we've been doing some replays of previous shows, and that's because I've been been flying around. So we're going to come right back. We're going to take take a break right now. We're going to come right back, and we're going to hear from Kenny about his story. You don't want to miss this. What a powerful story, and um, and what a powerful future. We'll be right back, and thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with my friend, Kenny, who is uh, has been just a great uh, tour guide for myself and Rachel when we were in South Africa. And uh, he actually has a company I'd like him to share with you. But I want him to first, um, Kenny, you know, a welcome again to the show. I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, who are you? You are a tour guide there in South Africa. And uh how did you how did you get fall into being a tour guide and and, you know, and, and tell us a little bit about your experience there having been raised in South Africa? Yes, uh, thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, I grew up in rural areas. If I'm talking about rural areas, I'm talking about the places where 
when you have to cook or you have to heat water, you don't use electricity. You're using firewood. So that's the kind of environment that I was raised. When I was 20, then I moved to Johannesburg in urban areas. Um, I started struggling, but yeah, with a lot of happenings around, it opened up my eyes. Uh, I was working in the restaurant as a waiter. Then I became a head waiter. I became a manager of the restaurant. I became the senior manager. But meeting so many different people, at some point, I realized that I was not an employee. I was an employer. Mm. That's when I decided to... Uh, start doing a tour guide but that's not only what I'm doing and that's not only what I'm going to end with I'm still uh, doing some other lots of other things because as we speak now I've got 12 motorbikes that are doing deliveries for food so the guys they hire the motorbikes from me to do deliveries so I'm still adding hoping end of uh, uh, February I'll have at least 20 of them Then I also do tour guiding Mm -hmm. and I'm going to open a recruiting agent that will specialize only, I've actually opened it. So in comes January, I'm starting to expand in marketing. The recruiting agent that only specializes in recruiting motorbike riders. So uh, I think the future is so bright. The future is bright, but it was just because uh, I did not want to say for less. And everything that I'm doing and that everything that I'm going to do is just, I learned it uh, from the people that I was meeting during the time when I was working in the restaurant. And it grew me. I developed a self-belief and I developed the mentality of not seeking for less. So I'm going, I, I developed the mentality of saying, if someone can do it, I must find a way of doing it as well. As much as I did not go that much to school, but that is not excuse for me to fail to achieve things. Uh, the, my secret is to do introspection and understand where I'm lacking. Then I deal with my weakness to move forward. Mm. So the future is bright. Wow. So thinking about your um your background a little bit. One of the things, one of the stories that you told me and Rachel was that, um, that I thought was just, you know, kind of left a lasting image in my mind was how proud you were when you were able to buy a slam or a shack for your, your mom, um, when you were growing up or, or, or to create one. Tell us about that. I think it's important for the listening audience to know the experience of uh, someone who's coming from the rural areas. Yes. Um, what happened is, uh, and actually, the, my, my first check that I bought is I went to work as a car guard. So on my first night, when I, uh, the man that I met, it was a club, so it was busy. So as the people they come out as a car guard, they just give you some money. So it has, it was one hundred and sixty three rand, and it was so much. Then I saved that money within a space of month. I managed to buy my own shake, then, and I felt good that now I've got my own place to live. But like I said, as time went on, I realized that I'm bigger than this. This is not where I belong. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's when the self-belief, uh, I, I started having self-belief because I could see, I started doing things that I never thought I would do. Yeah. 
then that's when that, that's the thing that changed my dream. Then I started seeing some of the guys that were at the same age as me driving fancy cars because some were coming from the advantaged families. Yeah. But then I said, as much as they, they, they had a chance to go to school and study fully, I did not got, get that opportunity to study fully. I must not use that as an excuse for me to fail. I must find the, I must find the right way of also uh, positively challenging these guys and be something on my own in future, something that I can be proud of. Yes. Of which, yes, is something that I'm looking forward and I'm going to work hard to achieve that. As I speak now, coming from rural areas, uh, coming to Johannesburg, knowing nothing, living in a shack. Uh, currently, I'm living in my three-bedroom flat with uh, electricity. I'm driving my VW Polo uh, 2014 uh, uh, model. So, mm-hmm. yes, uh, the future is bright. The future uh, like is bright. I, I did That's say right. early. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 so one of the things that um, I think, you know, just your, that was so inspiring to me. And I wanted to ask you, you know, Mandela also came from the bush and also, you know, just tried to meet with different people and learn from different people along his journey. Right. And he, he was able to become the president of South Africa. And so does that inspire you or, you know, what is your inspiration? Um, basically him, uh, when I was young, obviously, because the time when he was in prison, uh, we, I did not pay that much attention. Uh, you know, when you were young, uh, even if people, they say things, you don't really understand the details of what they are talking about. Right. But at some point, yeah, at some point, uh, because, uh, after he has passed away, uh, there, there has been so much quotes that have been, uh, and so many things that have been said by, by Mandela. Then I started paying attention, um, even through his history, and so many things that he said, even in terms of education. Yes. Because even myself personally, uh, there are lots of uh, things uh, in terms of education that I believe in, that in... <laughs> In the world, uh, uh, let me put it in this way. I personally believe that the only good leader in the world is a leader that is able to teach people or to educate people to survive on their own. Mm. Yes, uh, who is able to grow people inside so that they can have self-belief to be able to survive on their own. A person who is able to share with these people the survival, the survival skills in the world. Mm, so life skills. Yes. So how to survive yes. and, so, and how to provide for your family and, you know, equip you to do that. Yes. yes? Is that what you mean? Okay. Yes. Very good. That's exactly what I mean. Because at the end of the day, once you have got that survival skills, it gives you hope. And once you have got hope, you have got self-belief. Once you have got self-belief, then you are able to think and have a vision on things that you can do. But if you don't have hope, then you could as dead because you don't see anything that you're living for or you don't see anything that is there for you in the in earth. You feel like uh, there is nothing for you. you. You don't have a purpose. Yeah. So if you don't have hope. You don't have hope. 
Yes. And and, and I know that you also one of the quotes that you said was your favorite quote of Mandela was a courageous leader does not fear to forgive for the sake of peace. Yes. And so you also are a a strong believer in um, forgiveness. And yes, let's, let, 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 my, my, my story is uh, personally in each and every negative that happens, there is a positive on, on it. But sometimes what happens is the negative can ha- can happen to you. And if you don't pay attention or if you don't, if you don't look for the positive thing carefully, you're not going to see it. But it's always there in any negative thing that that happens in your life there is always something positive so uh going back to mandela uh, with our history coming from the colonization with the apartheid um there is a, a lot uh uh, as Africans that we can also uh, get, uh, which is uh, ne- which is positive from the negative things that happened to us. Yes, lots yes. of negative things, but yet, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's biblically speaking, what the enemy meant for bad, God uses for good. Genesis fifty twenty. And so, what I what I see there is just just a willingness to um, uh, move past the negativity and the fear. I love one of the quotes and I, I think it was in the apartheid mu- uh, museum where they, they talked about how um, the African, the white Africans needed to learn to let go of the fear and the black Africans had to let go of anger and resentment and be and in once there was that letting go of those two things, then they could come together and, and, uh, move forward in, you know, into this future. Now, now one thing realistically, right. That I learned is that just because apartheid is no more, um, the, you know, different people groups are still living very much separately because historically that's where their communities are, have been established. Yes. But what I heard also is that the young people are starting to come together in college and schools and, and, and different ethnicities are starting to live more closely together and become friends. And so that next generation, I believe, is where we're going to see the results of apartheid being, you know, uh, disbanded. What do you think? Yeah. I've said I've said two things. Um, um, as someone who drives mostly around, I see the youngsters. These guys between seventeen and twenty-five years, yes. black or white, uh, living together, enjoying life. Then when I for the chance, I call them and say, "Come here, boys, or come here, girls." I tell them that you guys are love what you are doing. Uh, if you guys continue doing like this, the future is bright for you. Yeah. One thing that I always I, I, I always tell people and that I'm emphasizing is black, white, Indian, whatever color. We need to understand that we are part of nature. Mm-hmm. We I create we were created as trees or anything that is uh, was created by God. We part of that. So mm-hmm. the moment when you don't like someone because of his skin color, you are actually challenging God. Mostly if you challenge God, you're not going to win. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly if you challenge God, you're not going to win. Right. Because it's something there. And I believe that even from uh, the beginning, if people they understood that we all part of nature, let's live together. I did not decide to be a black guy. I did not decide to be a white guy, but let's live together. 
we could have been very far in life in a way that if as a black guy, if I'm being used at my strength and as a white person is being used at his, at his strength uh, just to create uh, a good environment moving forward, we could have been very far. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back again. I'm here with Kenny and uh, from South Africa, and we are talking about our trip and about the culture and the history. Uh, And thanks again, Kenny, for being with us. We'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are having a South Africa um, uh, flavor of South Africa segment here, um, showed here that with Kenny. And uh, just so grateful to have him uh, dialed in here from Johannesburg. Welcome to the show again, Kenny, and thank you for being here. Um, we are going to talk a little bit now about our safaris. So on our first day in South Africa, uh, we, we took a safari. Um, which park? What was the name? Name of the national park again? Uh, is Pilonsberg uh, Pilonsberg National Park? Pilonsberg. I always forget the name. I don't know why. Yeah, Pilonsberg Pilonsberg, which is 190 kilometers away from uh, Johannesburg. From Johannesburg, and so we were able to is see a- every uh, elephant, uh, hi- uh, um, warthogs, rhinos, um, rhinos uh, giraffes, lions. Um, what else did we see? Some pretty cool birds. The, the kudus. The kudus, yes. The kudu. Yeah. You remember my protein? Yeah. No, let's talk a little <laughs> yes. bit about the kudus because that was, a, that, kudus, just for everyone's information, I never I never saw one here in the States. It's kind of like a mix between a deer and an antelope and uh, and a horse. I don't know. It's, it's very interesting. It has these little stripes on the side. Um, and what I was hearing from Kenny, he kept raving about how good their meat is. And he said, but don't eat them because they're about to be extinct, but they're really delicious. <laughs> so um, apparently there's a lot of people who want to eat them. Is that right? Yes. Uh, when I was growing up, when I was a youngster, because, you know, in rural areas, uh, you, we didn't have the butcheries and the stuff. So we only survived 
through the meat that you catch from hunting. Yes. So if you you see the code, you chase it with the dogs until you kill it. So once you kill that size of a meat, then it's a good thing. So yeah, but growing up and moving to the cities, now I've realized also that you were doing a mistake of which is something that I'm working very hard uh, to go and educate, to, to, to equip myself and go and educate myself, uh, our community, and say, guys, instead of killing the kudu or the, the impala, and eat to do their family, let's preserve these animals so that you guys can come and see our animals this side. Yeah. So it's, it's one of my, my it's one of my uh, 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 things that are on pipeline. Mm-hmm. I think I'll achieve that in five years to come. So it's something that I'm really interested in doing. But yes, uh, Kudu is a very, very uh, uh, beautiful uh, animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, and we really uh, enjoy the, 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 the protein. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So, but we were, so, so what happened was, uh, so we were making our way from Johannesburg to the safari, uh, to the park, Pillensburg Park. And, um, and unfortunately we arrived about, I don't know, five, 10 minutes late. And so we missed the the bus. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we missed the bus. And so Kenny took us around in his car. So we were kind of happy about that because the bus had a, the windows open. But we were able yep. to be in air conditioning <laughs> and, and, you know, run around with Kenny. And we were there like later than the bus was there, just making sure that we saw every animal we wanted to see. And um, and it was it was pretty funny. Rachel was not feeling the lions at all. She was not feeling that at all. Um and uh yeah, caught her back there sleeping in the back seat a couple of times. She was like, Can we go shopping? Um, I'm over this safari. <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like hanging on my seat, like, oh, let's go touch him. This was not a petting zoo, you guys. This was not a petting yes. zoo. Some of the places you can go pet, huh, uh, Kenny, there. You can pet the animals, but not this one. Yeah, I, I, I was just wanted to add on one of the the things that happened. Remember when we saw that uh, 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 big tall uh, uh, giraffe? Oh uh, yes. When I said let's let's move, let's let's drive past the giraffe so that if it chases us, it catches the one that is sitting in the back, back seat. seat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Rachel was that back was there. Rachel, you know? She was <laughs> like, ah. Uh... Look into it. Yes. She's like, I don't think <laughs> yeah, I like this. Was, um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was funny. Yes. That was really funny yes so, and obvious seeing those and obvious seeing those lions sleeping there and the impala walking straight in them fortunately it managed to fortunately unfortunately but it managed to walk away from those lions yes yes that was re- yes. was it remember that that was amazing the lions were right there i don't know if they yes. had just eaten or what but what it was an impala yes. right what was it was it impala yes, it, yes. Was, it was an impala yes yes, yes i thought yes. for sure they were no, gonna me. go after him but no they just laid there and you said they are lazy yes and they are very clever they all the move when they have to catch something is a calculated move mm. to reduce the the chances of losing yeah. Well, I think you you yes. scared us properly as soon as we were entering the um the park. You said um there was a woman who came here and not in your car, but another car, and she put her arm yes. out to wave at the lion and now she's dead. You made sure you let yes, us know yes. that. That was a really good disclaimer cuz we didn't yes, dare put our finger outside of the <laughs> 
outside of the window. Yes, and unfortunately, unfortunately, it did happen. It's a, it's a really a true story. Wow. Because also, yes, sometimes some people, you tell them that in this kind of environment, this is how we should behave. Then some, they say, no, no, we don't care. Yeah, she opened the, the window and she was so close to the animal, the, 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 to the lion, the lioness. Oh. The lioness managed to jump uh, through the window and grab the, the man. The moment when they tried to get help, the lion had already caused the serious damage and then she passed away. Oh, so sad. Yeah. Oh, so my gosh. that was very unfortunate. But yes. some time ago, uh, yes. four or five years ago. Yeah. So that's a good <laughs> yeah. warning. Yeah. That's a good warning. But yes. so on the yes. site, something that was very interesting is actually on the site, uh, on the safari, there is little houses there where people serve dinner or you know provide food what was the name of the one we went to i forget it was zebra no it was uh it, 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 no it was pilans big center where we where we ate the one that we yeah, where we had lunch yes it's, it's, it's called pilans big center but yeah. there are some other uh, uh lodges inside the, the 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 national park yeah so you can so have a really we nice lunch there f- yeah Yes, that was good because as we are having lunch, there is also a, a small pool or a small dam where the animals they come and drink water. While we are having food, you can be seeing different animals, including the elephants, yeah. coming also to, 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 to drink water. Yes. But yes, we were sitting next to the zebras, uh, all kinds of birds are flying around us, you know. Yeah, so, yeah it's that was a very cool. good environment. That was really yeah, cool. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Thank you. That was so cool. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, uh, some of the like languages and uh, music. Because um, uh, uh, you you know, I think five, right? I think five or six languages. Yes. Um, yes. So yes. I wanted wow. to talk a little bit about that. Um and uh, uh, maybe you can even speak a little for us in each one. That would be really cool. So uh, we'll come back. Um, and thank you again for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash, consolidation, and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Again, we're in the studio uh, with Kenny, who is a entrepreneur uh, out of South Africa, Johannesburg, and is doing some amazing 
different businesses there, one of which is uh, tour guiding. And he uh, was our guide uh, this past week. Uh, and we we're so grateful to have been uh, taken around to a variety of places. Um, one of the things that we learned while we were there is that Kenny actually speaks six languages, right? Kenny, is that right? That's very correct. And yeah, those that those other ones that I can't speak, but I can hear what the person is saying. Oh, okay. Okay, so which which yes. languages do you speak? Uh, Zulu. Zulu. Just Zulu. Oh, six, yeah, Zulu. Zulu uh, six languages that I speak is Zulu, Ndebele, uh-huh. Tosa, uh-huh. Uh, Twana, Sutu, and Tonga. And Tonga. And you so speak that's, English. That's six, so that's yes. seven. Yes, uh, obvious. That English is obvious. That means seven. Yes. So Kosa <laughs> yeah. actually has a clicking sound, right? When you're speaking, there's a clicking yes. sound. Yeah, can you do a little bit of that for us? I'd love for the listening audience to hear. It's pretty cool. Like what? Let's see. What can we say? Yeah, it's a closer way, but it means the touch. X-O-X-A. X-O-X-A. Yes, X-O-X-A. What does that mean? In English, it means church. Church. Like, say say yeah, it again. Ch- chatting, chat, ch- 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 oh, C-H-A-R-T, like chatting to you. Oh, how do you say church yes. in, in Cosa? Isondo. Isondo. All right. See, look at that. Isondo, it's in Zulu and in Cosa also. Ah, in both. Okay. So how yes. do you say, yes. yeah. um, where is, let's say, where is the house? How do you say that? Where is the house? In Zulu. Ikupi Inzu. Ikupi Inzu. Ikupi Inzu. Okay. Ikupi is where. Is where. Where. Okay. Ikupi Inzu. Then Inzu is the house. Ah. How do you say that in Kosa? Yes. Yeah, that's that's almost the same because the languages are sisters. Ah, okay. Yeah, because I heard yeah. some folks talking and they had that clicking noise, and I was like, "Oh, that's yeah. cool." I, I'm I'm trying to figure out how they were <laughs> how they were doing that. And then some of the artists, yeah. um, uh, so, Majasi, right, is one of the artists. Yeah, uh, she was. Yes. Uh, yes. Some of the songs that she was rapping had some of that going on, so that that was pretty cool. I like that. Um, yes. yeah. <laughs> so music wise, we actually, you were telling me, you know, we, we listened to Davido, uh, fall that, that was, that yes. was my jam. Yes. That was my jam when I was yeah. out there. Um, what other music, um, I guess that is specifically, um, from South Africa, cause that's Nigerian. Davido is Nigerian. Yes. Anything yes. from South yes. Africa yes. that is, you know, um, near and dear to your heart right now that you're listening to? Yeah, we. I, I personally basically listen to Jay's, the likes of Yuma Sigela, um, the likes of Oliver Mtugudz, uh, the likes of Thomas Mafumo. Then uh, currently, but yeah, we, with the youngsters, we listen to Cuesta. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go with Castanho Vest. 
And do you think the the songs, the music, um, does what? What are some of the things that people are singing about? Is it pretty much like the same things that kids are talking about in the U.S. um, Or is it more about um, things that are happening there? You know, like the new freedom that you have in the country, or maybe the poverty that you're experiencing. Is it? What are the topics that are coming up in the in the music that you guys have? Yeah, no. Uh, well, with my experience, I think it always differs with the with the artist. But yes, uh, some they always they, they they do sing a lot about what's happening around them, what's happening uh, in the country in general, and some they always try to educate other people through music or. They try to always express their inner feelings about some things through music. Yeah. So yes, they did. They they do sing a lot about what's happening around the country. Yeah, yeah. I um I um you know was wondering if there was any focus at all on human trafficking in any of the music or any of the um you know leaders that you you know is that something that it's, it's being talked about. I think on that aspect, there hasn't been anything that much that I'm aware of. But yeah, mostly it's, it, it has always been about uh, the violence against uh, kids and, and women. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just uh, they always try to preach more about people living in peace and yeah. Yeah, so maybe uh, getting it at for uh, the race, and, yeah, regardless of the race or the, uh, the or the gender. So racism, addressing that issue, and then also treating women well, which yes. it would fall under that category, yes. right? So you know the the issue of human trafficking that I've been trying to address there, um, here in the in California is really you know I think it's it's a very just just for everyone's listening uh, the listening audience. I actually um, yep. met with the national director of love um, of love justice, uh, which is a awesome nonprofit there in South Africa. And um, uh, uh, Kirsten Hornby and um, hey, Kirsten, shout out to you and your organization and met with her um, at Tasha's uh, restaurant there in Johannesburg. And actually, I think I was in Rosebank and um, just had a great talk with her about some of the prevention work that she's doing um, specifically at the airports, intercepting, intercepting uh, survivors of human trafficking um, or victims um, before they actually get moved to another country. So just praise God for what she's doing. But um, what she made me aware of is that there's not a lot of awareness of the issue of human trafficking or, or that it kind of gets embedded into, you know, like there's a general thought, like we need to treat women better. Um, in the country, we need to have gender equality. We need to not have abuse, right? We need to address the issue of domestic violence against women. Um, but there isn't a whole lot of um, focus on the fact that these the women are being sold, you know, and moved around to other countries, um, sold into, I heard a lot of people being sold into places in the Middle East um, and, even coming over to the U.S. and being sold that way. So um, it sounds like that's not something that is really uh, a theme or something, a point of discussion in the music or something that you guys are talking about that you know of, Kenny. Is that right? 
Yeah, I still believe that, and uh, yeah, with, with my experience, I still uh, think the the information on how much is human trafficking is happening in the country or all over the world is not really that much uh, emphasized by the, 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 the journalists or the news people. So some people that they must be taking action, they don't really uh, understand how much uh, is it happening. So, which I think is the reason why even as we're talking about the musicians, they don't really pay attention into it in a way that um, even if they can sing about it, maybe it's only going to be few people that they will understand that there is this kind of problem mm-hmm. of which I think, yes, uh, the world is to still work a little bit very hard Try to trying to make people understand that they are a kind of uh, these kinds of problems that uh, the world is facing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. but but even so, um, just just for the listening audience, we know that poverty is a root cause of human trafficking, or one of them, right? So, if somebody doesn't yes. have uh, food to eat, they don't have a place to live, they don't have running water, they don't have education, um, the they're very vulnerable to a trafficker coming yes. in and saying, yes. "Hey, I have a job very for good. you. Uh, you know, you'll get paid such and such amount." One of the things that we were so troubled by is actually when we traveled to Dubai, we went to Dubai for three days before we came and Dubai is like super clean, beautiful country and, um, and um, no homelessness there. Um, The shopping is unbelievable. Everything is pristine, just a beautiful place. The buildings, architecture, amazing, but under the covers, right? When you do a little bit of a double click, you start to see that their economy is really built on um, uh, a lot of service uh, staff, um, you know, hotel staff, uh, restaurants, uh, taxi, tour guides, and um, construction, and all of those jobs, um, uh, you know, that are available actually create um, an interest from other countries to send their people to the country to to work there, but also an opportunity for traffickers to take advantage. And so they will promise jobs working in hotels that don't exist. So um, these things are things that I'd like to bring awareness to, and I will continue to do that as um, the Lord opens up more doors for me to fly and be places with different people. But we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and talk about events that are going on in the community. And we're going to talk about how you can get in touch with Kenny and set up your own guide. um, I mean, your own tour. And uh, when you go out to South Africa, so um, we'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. 
Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Again, we are in the uh, studio with Kenny. Uh, Kenny is an entrepreneur out of South Africa. He also happened to have been our tour guide when we were there, uh, Rachel and I, last week in Johannesburg. And um, I just want to give you, a, a once again, a huge shout out and thank you, Kenny, for your um, tremendous service and for being on the show today. And I wanted to give everyone an opportunity to learn how they can connect with you. So um, you have a, you have a website, right? Yes. Uh, is um, okay. My website is uh, okay. Firstly, I would like to say yes. Thank you for the opportunity, and everyone who's listening. Uh, we have got a very, very, very beautiful uh, country, South Africa. Oh, let me say Africa, uh, guys. You're welcome. We've got lots of things that we have that you guys unfortunately don't have. Uh, like she was talking about uh, going to safari. Come, guys, and experience uh, the elephants instead of seeing them on TV. Come and see them live in the bush and just experience our country. We love you guys. And, yes, you can contact me on my email address is Kenny, which is K-E-N-N-Y dot Spencer 25 at com. My website is www dot ugupumagwelanga which is in Zulu dot ugupumagwelanga dot co dot za so www dot u k u p h u m a k w e l a n g a dot co dot za that's where you can find me that's easy for you to say <laughs> Uh, You got to do it like for me like three times, man. (laughs) Okay. And then, and then um, your phone number in case people want to call you, um, you're, you're on WhatsApp, right? Yes. Yes, I'm on WhatsApp and my cell number is plus 27 or 0027-83781-2262. Awesome. There you go. So you guys uh, get in touch with Kenny, um, set up your tours. Great uh, time. Lots of insight, um, whether it's about the the land, the uh, the animals, the history, Mandela, his his legacy, um, you know, places to shop, ways to keep safe um, and. And places to eat. We were some getting some good food in there too. Some get down. He even hooked us up with some peanuts at the gas station. Remember that, Kenny? <laughs> yes, yes. We needed a little snack yes, there. I, I, yes, we had to get something. It was a long time. It was a bit late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you again, um, Kenny, for being on the show. I'm just going to dig into a few other events that are going on with Love Never Fails. Um, want to make sure that you all um, have an opportunity to join me um, in a couple different places. One, we are going out for our um, week, our monthly outreach, and um, that is going to be on the 15th 
um, of, of December. Um, we're actually going to be going to Oakland and to San Francisco. So um, come and um, meet us at Faith Fellowship at, um, I want to say it's at 6... 30, uh, 630, which is 577 Manor Boulevard in San Leandro, uh, California. Come and meet us. And then, of course, um, we have our um, uh, open house for at our uh, this is our Christmas open house at our community store in Hayward. And that's 22580 Grand Street. And that's going to be on the 21st of December from five to eight. We're going to have hot cocoa cookies and just a festive time. We're going to have some uh, music. Um, I think it's called It's a Rap. I'm not sure. But um, uh, Miguel has pulled together this musical ensemble of artists that are going to be playing instruments and singing. Um, hopefully, maybe we'll even get to hear from him. You know, Miguel can sing, y'all. So um, come out and check him out. Um, that's going to be a great time together. And then uh, uh, a couple other things. Before the end of the year, if you buy your tickets to our Meaningful Work, Celebrating Business Partnerships in the Fight Against Human Trafficking, it's a dinner that we're doing. It's a fundraiser. It's a dinner for our IT Biz program. It's going to be on Saturday, February 23rd from 5 to 8 in Danville. The tickets are $60 if you buy them before the end of the year. They're $75 if you buy them in 2019. And we have some sponsorship opportunities. Um, And then... um, Um, Lastly, we are um, just encouraging you to just keep us in prayer and always uh, just um, give us uh, any prayer requests that you have at prayer at loveneverfailsus.com. And of course, we always want you to know if you haven't heard it before from us, we want to make sure that you know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.